Yes, indeed, people. Yes, indeed. Oh man, oh man. What is up, everyone? What is up? Hope everybody's having a great day today. We are back, and we are punk rock as it gets. That's right. That's right. We're back. We're back. Thank you. It's Monday morning. Man, I am freaking tired, Phil. You can hear it in my voice. I can. You're (sighs) freaking tired, dude. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. This is not a normal Monday for me. Normally, I'm just up and at them, go to the beach, all that jazz. I am wasted tired. I'll get into that in a minute. Um, This is Drum Brigade Podcast, and um, we're here, and it's now. It's show 105, I believe. Isn't it? I think so. Oh, God, I need more coffee. I'm the worst. more coffee. Looking like a Ken doll, just perfect. <laughs> um, this coffee's not doing nothing for me today, dude. No, it's not doing nothing. I'm um, man, it's hurt my stomach. That's all. You didn't this is a half calf. I should have got full calf. Oh, it's half calf. Well, I already had a full coffee this morning already, and like I normally can't do. I can do one reg, one half calf, and then I'm like through the roof. Right now, I feel like I'm ready to go to bed. Dang. So well, you kind of did chops and coffee, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I always talk about showing up. Like showing up is is I I I this is something I always say at Chops and Coffee. Like, you know, there's a whole thing in like the sales world. My wife does like this 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 thing, like beauty products and stuff, and they they have all these like these like um uh what do you call it? Motivational like meetings and they're always like talking about like, yeah, you know, it's all how you show up, you know? And I, I, this week I just was not showing up like, you know, and I'm like, what the heck does that mean? But then um, it's, it's all about like sales stuff. So, but I've like also look, take that into drum world and like what we do and the way we show up is different. So it has more meaning than just like, no, so you just show up like that kind of thing. It's about like, you know, for us as drummers, we have to show up as we have to show up first, like on time. We have to show up at our gig. We have to show up prepared. We have to show up with the right gear. We have to show up with the right attitude. We can't like show up with a bad attitude. Those are all things. But the first step is like showing up. And then I I like to take that into like how I show up for my week. Like what kind of person am I going to be this week? Am I going to be like the worst the the worst worst kind of person or am i gonna show up punk rock as it gets you know (laughs) we are punk rock as it gets (laughs) so um this morning was one of those really where i'm like dude you you start mentally telling yourself that like i have to show up and like how i show up matters how i what am i bringing to the table what am i bringing to my community today how am I showing up for others today? And that was what I was going through in my head this morning where I was like, the old me would have been like, I need to cancel chops and coffee today because I am tired. But the new me, Phil, the beach me, you know, the non-drinking me is like, how am I going to show up today? I need to show up because other people are relying on me. My community is, is relying on me to show up. And so I can show up and be like, whatever. Or I can show up like, 
happy to be there and happy to do my job and happy to provide a service for my community. And so that's how I'm going to do it. And it ended up being dope. Sweet. And that's also why I'm here for the podcast today, because we already had a text conversation. Like, are we doing this? And I'm like, nah, it's up to you. <laughs> and then I was like, how am I going to show up for my podcast? A commitment that I made to you people. And mostly so, to me. Though. And mostly to you. For me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, so here we are, we showed up and you know, you might, you might not get the best version of me today. Or you might get the best version. It's a gamble. It's a gamble, and we'll just have to wait and see which one comes through. Okay. Stop saying it around me. <laughs> Either that version <laughs> or this version. You're a legend. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyways, Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 105. We're we're happy to be here. Don't get it twisted. I'm always happy to do the Drum Brigade Podcast because I always got things on my chest that I need to get off. And um you know, it's just we're grinding right now. We're we're freaking working hard. At least we'd like to think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you know, we're gonna do it. No guests this week. Just me and Funky Phil. Um, oh yeah, over there in this glowing. It's just glowing now. Glowing, glowing studio. I did it. For LEDs fun. everywhere. It's the one, the only Funky, fantastic Funky Phil. Yes, yes, thank yeah. you, thank you, me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Drums sounding all funky today. <laughs> yeah, man. Killing it. He's killing the game. Like, but what are, okay, we're going to have to get into it. All right. For, for, first of all, uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful top notch, top level show prepared for you all today. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Phil's catch up. I definitely have a soapbox. Holy moly, do I have a soapbox? Uh oh. Um, we have a bunch of things going on at the drum brigade. We have our merch store, which is, um, the greatest thing that we've ever done ever. And then, um, we have, uh, chops and coffee that happens every morning, every other morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, and that's a really cool community within a community. We have this podcast, we do lessons, we teach, we, uh, do media stuff, all that kind of stuff. So, um, but it's all based on the foundation of acceptance and belonging, camaraderie over competition. Um, we always feel that you should always enjoy doing what you love doing. And um, you should never feel inferior or feel that you don't, you shouldn't be able to do what you love to do, no matter who you are, no matter what your creed or culture or any of that stuff. Um, you know, you should always be able to play drums. For us, that's what it is. We love playing drums. We live it. That's what we do to make our living. And so I don't want to ever be made to feel inferior for doing that. And if you want to make me feel inferior to do what I love to do, to do what I've done since I was three years old, then shame on you. Beat it. You're yeah. not one of us. Die. Just kidding. <laughs> die. 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 <laughs> um, so, you know, it's it's cool. Like if you want to be a hater and make people like you want to make people feel inferior and you want to be the greatest and you don't want to learn and you don't want to grow, then Go do your thing. Start another brigade. But over here, that's what we do. We're all about others. We're all about growing as a community. So um, it's all about camaraderie competition over competition. And um, if you want to represent that mantra, if you want to represent acceptance and belonging, then show it. You know, show it by listening to this. Show it, show it by supporting the brigade. And one way that you can support the brigade is um, by checking out our merch store. 
and showing the world what you represent. If you um, are representing acceptance and belonging, you know, you can do that by rocking the drum brigade tee or sweatshirt or something like that. So, um, yeah. All right. Other than that, let's get started. I see a lot of like dialing in over there. I see lighting. Your drums are all tuned up like funky style. You got some crazy bass drum thing going on. Well, what's it all for? Are you like recording for someone? I, I'm, well, sort Are of. Are you working on the Funky Phil, Phil solo album? Well, my, you know, a part of, you know, a big part of recording is knowing how your room sounds and how to use it right. So I've been, honestly, I haven't, I've, I've been holding off. I've got a bunch of projects that I'm supposed to be doing drum tracks to but i've been holding off until i um get a good handle on the room sound and different techniques because i definitely didn't wow. i didn't I, you know i didn't know a lot of techniques until recently and i've been i've been exploring them all and trying different microphone combinations and placements because dude just where you put your mic and where your drums are in a room drastically changes the way they record you and me this is where we are so different because i'm like throw a mic on it hit record the mixes and all that stuff is your problem i got you wave files you do with them whatever you want i don't care <laughs> and like i literally don't go i i mean my extra mile was like oh well i have another channel i guess i should put a mic on the hi-hat and like that was it <laughs> i was like every drum is mic'd there's a room mic there's one overhead i don't have two and that's what you get that's cool now no one's gonna use me to track drums because <laughs> but the thing is if i'm gonna if i'm gonna really really track drums like really like i have a professional session i mean i've okay like i just finished recording an album here for western standard time but this band doesn't care about drums. They care about horns. <laughs> so what do I care? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I want to, I want to go the extra mile, but they don't care. They are, they do not care about drums, dude. But then like, again, I'm not going to probably track shuffle and bang drums here. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying to get it to the point where I can, I can put out like studio quality drums from home. Yeah. I would like to get to that point. I just don't know anything about recording and I'm still recording into garage band, dude. Mm. I'm like, just get me like, I'll get you waves, you know, but it is what it is. I, I know I'm minimizing it. My attitude is coming out and I should be more professional about it. I should show up for recording, but I, I don't know anything about it. And so, um, it's a deep rabbit hole. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like I I get down the rabbit hole on other stuff, like video stuff and camera stuff and and so um recording stuff, I'm like, yeah, I don't as long as like I mean those the, like I sent you a bunch of waves over the weekend and it sounded great. I was like that's as, that's way better than I thought they were going to sound, you know? And I like didn't really tune my drums or anything. I just like kind of tuned them down, threw the mics on, was like let Phil handle it. He can handle it. And it was great. Kick drum did not sound good when I sent it to you. When I got it back, I was like, that's a great, that's a great kick drum sound. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, the toms were singing. They were singing. They were beautiful. I mean, I'm come glad, on, Phil. I'm glad you liked it. What more do you need? That's a pro. That's a professional recording right there. That could be on any album. That could be on any album, and it's just here in this little janky studio. Yeah. Well, anyway. I did. I did Great. a session here, and I went the extra mile where I I had to do one of those like COVID video things, and it was for like I got I actually got hired. It wasn't like a couple of buddies wanting to do something. And I went the extra mile, tuned the drums, tried to make everything sound like it was supposed to sound. And then when I heard the recording back, I was like, that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's pretty solid. It's like it's I had to like deaden everything and make it 70s sounding. And I was pretty happy with the way it came out. I mean, it's it's one of those things where the more. If you put in some work before you hit record. um, It just makes all the, you know, making everything sound really good a lot easier after there's also like a thing with like when you get it all dialed and you know like this is the sound you know and you and like for you you're gonna have probably like a couple different setups like your funky deadened everything setup and then like your your you know open air kind of setup maybe i don't know what what your things are like for me it's the same like where i do a lot of different styles and um but i don't i don't really do much with mics and recording like i'm recording into a personas us like usb interface and it's not it's not the best one you could get but it's still good but it's like it's i don't know it's fine i mean my fancy preamps are cool if you can afford them but you can get a lot done with just good mics and good mic placement and like a good sounding instrument you know i don't think my mics are bad i i would like to get better overheads though I would like to get those Monheim overheads. They're like Ooh. 700 bucks, though, or 800 I know, bucks. I want those, too. They're I matched, wish they though. were multi-pattern, though. Like, yeah, I think you have to get their oversized condenser for that. It's an amazing mic, though. Yeah, I wish I could get that. We yeah. have a couple here in the studio. They're just not mine. They're the other dudes, and like, I'm not even asking. He hasn't offered to let me use them, and I'm not trying to ask. You know, Dude, I saw these insane microphones that I wish I could get. But I just can't afford them. <laughs> but they, uh, they they use some kind of high tech biz where they 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 send out the different sides of the capsule to different channels. I think, okay. or or maybe there's two capsules in each mic. But either way, it make something about it. It makes it so that you can change the polar pattern of the microphone after it's been recorded. Ooh. Which is that'll just, save you a lot of time. It's mind blowing, and you can you can custom customize blend, you know, make the your own unique polar patterns with each mic. It's nuts. This the dude, the other dude here, Andrew, that like does the recording stuff. He's he has some. First of all, he has some crazy nice equipment, but um, he's he also like we play in a band, T Gross together, and um, we recorded in his living room, like in his living room one time. And um, he got like crazy, like two kick drum mics, like one inside, one outside, like two snare mics, like a fancy overhead set setup, like room mic, like all. I'm like, really? Like, that's way more than I would have done. I would have just throw a mic on each drum and an overhead, and we're good. Uh, but yeah, um, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, but then it came out great. But then like we have this setup here, and and like we're we're talking about 
getting into a place where we can record our new album. I have to learn all the songs first. Um, like le- actually learn how to play the songs because they're, they're pretty complicated. It, it will, this work, this recording will be the hardest, like most complicated recording I've ever done. Um, but, um, like odd times and like, we're just crazy stuff. But anyways, um, he's like, yeah, we're not tracking drums here. We're, we're going to go to a real studio. And so we're probably going to go to Pacific beat. But, um, but that's another situation where like he has the drums so dialed and the drums will don't, don't sound that great live, like in the, in the room. And then you go in the booth and hear them and you're like, what the heck did you do? They sound, (laughs) um, he's got that like rock sound so dialed. It's, I mean, it's amazing. And like the drums are never really tuned really well. Like, and I'm always like, do you want me to tune them? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then like, you know, there's been a couple times where he's like, Hey man, that rack is a little bit too, too high. Can you like tune it down? And, or the snare has like a real weird ring to it. And like in the room, it sounds great. But then like when you go back in there, you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Let me tune it down. You know, it's, it's, he has that sound so dialed, man. That's awesome though. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, um, all right, Funky Phil. So what have you been up to, man? Like it's, we've, we took last week off. Um, and, uh, Sorry about that, guys, you know, but we're also running a the freaking empire over here, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, what's going on? You've been just working on your studio? Yeah, man. Any, I've been, any birthdays this week or what? No. No, I've just been, you know, a lot more of the the usual um, homeschool dad life. <laughs> but, and then in, in any time I've got, um, I've been practicing my my recording techniques and stuff very cool man and yeah man i feel like i'm getting i'm learning a lot of cool cool stuff that's gonna really up my game yeah i've been um i've been like knee deep working on some projects here for for um drum brigade but um i think that's gonna like plateau for a little bit because we're we need to not take it in a different direction, but we need to take it in a different direction. I'm not, I'm not going to say too much about it because I can't, but, uh, I think we need to like get some funding and hire people to do it properly because this is too much for me to do. (laughs) It's too complicated. Um, so that's what I've been up to. I've been, um, but dude, over the weekend, so over the weekend I needed a break, man, really bad. Like I, I was, I'm not burnt out on drums. I just need, I needed to like not work. Like I was working every single second of the day. I was not taking any breaks last week. So me and my wife just hung out on um, Saturday and did some like, you know, just like took care of some personal stuff and like, and then Saturday night at like six o'clock or six 30, I decided to go on a bike ride put in 30 miles like at night what and like i get home and it's like pitch black like it's like nine o'clock when i get home and i'm like i'm like beat down exhausted. when you get when you ride that late in the day your metabolism is going and like you you have to like recover from that so like i have to eat dinner I have to kind of wind down. I have to do all these stretches and like, you can't just jump in bed and like, so 
I don't know what I was thinking, but I just kept thinking like I was feeling the flow like really good. And I was just like, why stop now? And let's see how far we can push this. And so, yeah. And then, um, so then yesterday I was like, okay, so I have to go in the studio and record a bunch of stuff. And then I was like, I got invited on a Vespa. Like I ride vintage Vespa scooters and like, yeah. And so I got invited on a group ride. Ends up being the long, I, this ride left at, we met at 1030, left at 11. I didn't get home until almost eight o'clock. We rode, it was, we rode from the beach, the sand, like in Oceanside, or we started in Carlsbad. We rode from there all the way up to Palomar to the snow, freezing cold snow up to the observatory, then rode all the way out to Julian and then rode all the way out to Ramona and then rode all the like Jeez. all the way to Escondido and then all the way back home. It was probably like 200 miles. That's so far. Dude, it was so far. And like every fool on this ride kept breaking down because these are old scooters and we're riding them <laughs> like they're like cross-country motorcycles. So every fool kept breaking down. And then we're like on the side of the road just like waiting and like, dude, it's, ex- it's, it's, it's ex- as exhausting as riding a bicycle. It's exhaust. My back is killing me. Like it's exhausting riding these things. That sounds awful, man. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> sounds so like, fun. I mean, I, I could see, it sounds like it'd be fun for a little bit, but the really excessively long ride mixed with everyone breaking down constantly sounds just like, yeah, it sounds like it's not fun. It's part of the fun, man. It's like, because you though, don't know right? if you're going to break down. <laughs> and like, I try to work really hard on like my bike being well-tuned and not souped up or anything so that it won't break down. Oh, I've, I've ridden vintage scooters for since I was 12 years old. So it's, it's like, I've had situations where I've had a souped up scooter that's super fast and like, it's broke down, like, you know, all the time. It's always breaking down, mm. you know? So, you know, it's part of the fun, like cruising. But the other problem is, like, we're going up a mountain. Uh, I'm getting a call. All right. I'm, we're going up a mountain, and, like, they're not very fast. You know, it's a two-stroke 200. So it's, like, very slow. <laughs> and I'm, like, going up Palomar Mountain, and I'm, like, like, trying to, like, find a way that I can go the speed limit. it's such a such a nightmare dude i'm just picturing um do you did you ever see the movie dumb and dumber yes when they like very similar they go up to aspen on a vespa both of them (laughs) are like passing them i think it was a vespa it was some kind of scooter (laughs) and it's snow and they're like frozen that's me yesterday that's what i was picturing yeah yeah i i had a t-shirt a sweater a jacket and then a bigger jacket and a scarf and and two pairs of gloves and my hands were like it was like I had nothing on it was like I was riding naked dude I had sweatpants and jeans on wool socks it was like there was nothing I was freezing that cold terrible sometime we should go on we should go on one together where I I just like hold on to you on the back <laughs> straight dumb and dumber. <laughs> I get 20 miles to the gallon on this baby, whatever you say, oh, 60 God. miles to the gallon on this hog or whatever. It'd be so good. Cause, cause like, 
also because I'm like so much smaller than you, it just it'd be like a pretty fun, pretty funny. It, it was like. I don't know. I don't know how to just like the average person probably thinks this is the stupidest thing, but it's it's pretty fun. Dude, we end up I end up Okay, so the furthest point that we were out like we are in Pal- Palomar Mountain, we come down Palomar Mountain, and then I think we're going to go right and ha- start heading back to the beach. No, no, no. We head left. And mm. we end up at some like full on biker bar. Like full on dudes with knives and beards and cowboy boots <laughs> and you pull, pull up on, on your we pull up on vintage scooters, scooters. <laughs> like and they're like clapping and laughing and like you know it is a thing it is like it's like those guys have their thing and like street bike guys have their thing and adventure bike guys have their thing and like so it's a thing it's respected it's like it's not like we're just riding on like you know dorky like like european scooters it's like it's a thing it's a vintage you know okay. they're there's they're vintage they're so I mean, there's like up. there's like a mutual respect from the tough biker guys still yeah it's like that's cool you know they know we're not bikers but we're not trying to be bikers you know it's just like we're into vintage old school scooters and they're like that's cool but they're still like at first impressions it's like oh my god look at these guys on scooters you know and it, it's like but I'm full on like, I don't belong here. I don't feel comfortable. I don't like it. Not one person wearing a mask. Not one. Oof. Not even inside the bar. Not one. Like, it's not. And, and it's like, it's every, it's what you think. It's like every hardcore biker guy that is like, hates the thought of wearing masks and loves the thought of freedom is there. America. And I'm just like, I don't like this. This isn't for me. There's a guy singing country and Western, like acoustic guitar playing. Everybody was nice. It wasn't like there was any beef or anything. It was totally cool. The bar owner was totally cool. It was all good, but it was like, not like here I am vegetarian dude. Don't, I don't drink, you know, and I walk in and I'm like, okay, so there's pulled pork, there's a cheeseburger and there's like some, like, I don't know, you know, random other like beef thing. And I'm like, what am I going to eat? Fries? I haven't eaten all day. So I'm like, okay, can I get, um, hi, how are you today? Can I get a tomato basil soup, please? And a soda water with lemon or lime? Meanwhile, like, I don't know, Brent behind me is like, yeah, let me get the pulled pork sandwich and uh, let me get a Coors Light. You know, I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing here, dude? These aren't my people. That's and the, so that's the best when, when they, when people eat like super greasy, heavy, fatty food and then they get a, a light beer yeah yeah <laughs> i'm like dude i'm just not that guy anymore i'm just not interested and and so i was so yeah it was such a long day it got to where it was like okay like i know where i'm at like i'm in julian right now and like if i was in my car i would be bummed at how far i have to drive right now mm-hmm. and like i'm on my scooter <laughs> And the sun is going down, and it's cold. Dude, it gets cold up there. We went up there like, recently, at like a fun, just a family day trip, and yeah, it was cold for. I mean, Man. for San Diego standards, not yeah, it's not cold. for anywhere else in the world. But <laughs> I, I, I ended up in Escondido, and like had to ride through Elfin Forest, 
this is not really a forest. And then like, wait, oh wait, wait, God. elephant forest, not elephant forest, elfin, like elves from Lord of the Rings. Yes. What? Yes. Elfin. You've never heard of this It's no. a place to go hiking. I gotta go. <laughs> it's hardly a forest. You know, it's a lot of hills though. You got to need enchanted armor to go there. That's what I, I was asking my wife literally the same questions when we hike there. <laughs> Are we going to see elves? And she's like, it's just what it's called. She was getting so irritated. And I'm like, babe, I just, it has an odd name. Are there like, why do they call it an elf? Is it a forest? And she's like, it's just a place to hike. I got to tune up my crossbow before we go though. <laughs> if you want to go to a dope hiking place, go up to Palomar mountain, man. It's way better. I do want to go full on snow up there too. And it's gorgeous. You have places to hike though, right out in your backyard in, in Fallbrook. It's true. But, but, um, pa- Palomar is my favorite place to hike. Like it's only about like less than an hour, dude. Uh, where, okay, here we go. I have to get on it this one time. It's so funny. This song is, I use this song so much now. This one time, Phil, I have to tell you about this. Two weeks, like two weeks ago. What happened? We go up to um, Palomar Mountain. We decided to take a Sunday or Saturday or Sunday. We're like going to go on, go on the hike, go to the snow, you know, do our thing. <sighs> so we get in the car, get all of our stuff. And then I start seeing, I see the mountain. You can see it like once you get out of our house. And I'm like, dude. Those are some dark clouds. It's sunny at our house, but it's like there's a storm coming and it's like over Palomar Mountain. So I'm like, yeah, we'll just it'll probably blow over. And the more we're driving, it's like one of those situations where it is black, like Armageddon's coming. You know, it's like it's it's a gnarly storm. And we start like we we you to get to Palomar, you have to drive down 76 and go through go to like Paula casino, keep going straight. And uh, by the time we like cross over the 15, it's just pouring down rain. And I'm like, are we doing this? Are we just going to call this a drive? Let's just do the drive. My wife is like, yeah, I mean, it's up to you. I'm like, we're not going to, and we're start seeing signs, chains required. And I'm like, nice. Eh, probably nothing. It's probably nothing. So anyways, Cut forward to where we're we're like getting we're going up the mountain, and now it's like it's a full storm. It's fully raining. We go up a little further. It's snowing now. There, it's like, but it's like you know, it's it's snow, but then it's melting on the ground. Mm-hmm. We get to where it's like probably like two thousand or three thousand feet, and it's full on. It's like the road is white mm-hmm. with snow, <laughs> and so I'm like. My wife's like, do you think we need chains? And I'm like, no, I mean, I've driven in the snow before. You're fine. They just say that. <laughs> Dude, we get to this one point and there's a Civic just parked in, this, in the middle of the street, just sitting there. Uh-huh. So I'm like, my wife's like, what are they doing? And I'm like, ah, they're probably just, you know, they've, maybe they've never been in snow before. Like they've just, they're taking a picture or something. So I'm like, I'll just go around him. Well, on the other side of the road, there aren't tracks. It's just snow. So I go on the other side of the road 
and my I have traction control on my car, my car just stops driving. It's just, no, we're not going any further. I'm pushing the gas to the floor. I'm pushing the pedal to the floor, and my car is like, no, 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 no. So wait, you're stuck in the oncoming traffic lane now. Oncoming traffic so like, next I'm, to I'm the gonna, Civic. I'm going to pass this fool. Yes. Next to, if I don't sound like a California guy, <laughs> I'm next to the Civic, and we're both stuck with our traffic con- our, our traction control. <laughs> He's not taking a picture, Phil. He's sitting there trying to go forward, oh and so am I. God. Okay, no sooner than, I, than I'm like trying to get I'm like almost over, like past him, you know, a Toyota Tacoma comes toward us. Oh no. And he's in four wheel drive. So he stops. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, my, like I'm panicking now. My wife's like, babe, are what, like, what's going on? Are we stuck? And I'm like, uh, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> like trying to move. I can't move. My car won't go. But you still don't want to admit defeat. You're like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, we're fine. We're, we're fine. fine. We're, oh, boy. This. Oh, boy. This. <laughs> this guy stops. He's waiting. Behind him comes a Tesla. Slams on the brakes. Slams right in the back of him. No. Yes. You caused and an I'm accident. Like, Don't say that, Phil. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Oh, and by that time, I was already, like, on my lane. And okay. so, dude, I'm shaking. I'm like... <laughs> Oh my God, what are we going to do? Well, I don't know what to do. And so I pull up the road a little bit and then I like turn around, but I don't want to start sliding down the mountain. Like it's sketchy, dude. Oh my God. And like all these cars are turning around. Like everybody, it's just like chaos. <laughs> the, the front of the Tesla is smashed. Wait, was it the, the guy with the Tesla SUV or like the sedan? Yeah. Or? Is it the Toyota SUV? Tesla? Yes. What okay. did I say? T- Tesla SUV. Yeah. yeah okay. Smashed. and uh toyota there's nothing wrong with it it's like totally fine yeah and um and like we turn around i like inch my way around and then i'm going like five miles an hour down the mountain and i'm seeing like the civic has now turned around they're having the same panic as us they're turned around they're trying to like they're stopped on the side of the road they're sliding into the ditch sideways no And they like somehow like maneuver their way out. I like, I keep driving. Like I'm inching my way down. The stupid civic passes me on the left around a turn. Like I'm getting the heck out of here. Oh man. And then we, we pull down the mountain to where it's just turned back into rain and it's not snow anymore. And then we pull over and we like stop at a lookout. The civic comes up. They're not getting out of the car because they think we're mad at them because they're like, we caused an accident and so me and my wife get out. They get out. They look like they, like they just saw a ghost. I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm like, were you guys stuck up there? And they're just looking at me like nodding like, uh-huh, yeah. And I'm like, we were stuck too. We couldn't get around you. That was crazy. And they're just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like they were like younger kids. Like you could tell they were just like trying to have a date and they were just like, so scared dude they thought we were gonna like yell at him oh man and then like yeah we were just it was nuts and then we just like we just drove down the mountain we like we saw the tesla go by and like they didn't stop they just kept going and like i'm like oh my gosh never again will i do that that's so i've had i've had some crazy situations 
in this world driving. Oh my god, that's so funny. in the snow. That's so funny, dude. Crazy, 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 and like and your car's glad front, we got front wheel seat. drive, right? Front wheel drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. I should have, in retrospect, I should have turned off the traffic, the traction control, and then just spun my way to the road until I get in front of that dude. But you know, I was like panicking. Probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just would have dug yourself in. Well, it was it was on the pavement. It was just, you know, your tires heat up, melts the snow. You just keep you just drive forward. But it was, you know, when your traction control is going, like it just won't. It just takes all the power away from your car, you know. And then mm-hmm. you just so your your wheels will hook up again, and it's like it's amazing. Like you just can't, you just don't move. You're like you can push the gas all the way down. You're just not moving. That's crazy. So I spun out. Oh, I'll have to tell this on another another. Uh, Another hey this one time, but I spun our fifteen passenger van with a trailer and all of our equipment out on the freeway on tour one time. Oh, I think he told me that one before. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up backwards on the freeway in a ditch and nothing happened to our equipment. That's it was funny. crazy. Yeah, people count like Southern Californians have no clue about driving in snow or ice. <laughs> you know, if like this is the thing. My lesson that I learned from that is when it says chains required and it's snowing, just put the chains on, dude. If yep. you want to go further or just don't go. Yeah. Like turn around, don't think you can chance it. I've chanced it before though, dude. I've like on on like okay, like a long time ago I had a trip to Oregon and we were just dying to try to get home and we were trying to pass the border into California. And when we passed into California, it said chains required. And I was like, we pulled over and I was like, I don't have chains. I was in a truck. It was on the freeway. And I was like, "Ah, we can make it. And I just like continued on. And I was slipping and sliding, but it wasn't like that. But I mean, that was crazy. Like I was, I mean, that could have went sideways really, like literally went sideways really quick. Yeah. And so I, I will never do that again, man. I'll just get chains. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. I, I, I always think you can chance it, and you can't. You can't chance it. Just put the chains on, dude. Mm-hmm. So sketchy. <laughs> That's um, a great story. You know, I used to drive, I used to drive like 26-foot box trucks on, <laughs> on the snow and in ice and stuff in Philly. That's nuts. fully loaded with an entire household inside the back <laughs> that sounds like the like i i will have a complete and full-on meltdown with stress it i mean it was it there was definitely some very stressful moments my goodness <laughs> that's crazy dude yeah um i'm glad i don't yeah. i'm glad i don't have to deal with snow anymore you do not want to have to dig out in the morning when you're going to work dig out a box truck <laughs> of snow. like oh my gosh dude i've had i've heard so many people say that like you know that like digging out your car and doing all that stuff and like you know i think about how cold it is in the morning here and mm-hmm. i have like two jackets on and i'm just like oh it's cold and like digging out having to dig out snow no thanks yeah and then and then when you get home from work at the end of the day your spot's gone so you got to dig out a new spot Oh my gosh. No, thank you. I almost, when I was younger, I almost moved to Lake Tahoe and, and 
my parents were like saying that like, okay, so if we do this, you guys are going to have to like dig out our, you know, it's living. My mom used, my mom's from Brooklyn. So she's like, there's times where we'd have to like, you know, dig out. We couldn't get to school. We couldn't, you know, and I'm like, I've never, I've lived in California my whole life. So I'm like, I've never experienced that. I've only have to, had to drive in snow when we're, we've driven cross country or like mm-hmm. we go up to the mountains and you know, it's crazy. It's crazy how quickly things escalate though. It's like, all I tried to do was like go around this dude that was stuck. And then it just caused a chain reaction where all these cars were turning around and like, oh boy, everybody was having the same oh boy moment oh at the boy. same time. Oh boy. Except oh boy, the te- oh boy, the oh boy. The, the guy in the Tesla probably had a different oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, is, that Tesla was probably thinking, oh, I got this. Tesla's like avoid accidents and like pff, that Tesla had nowhere to go, dude. Yeah, my car stops like instantly. Yeah. Uh, Even in the snow. Yeah. Nope. That's no. funny. All right, Phil, I got to change change gears here. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style, and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. I ain't trying to hear that. I didn't have one last show. I didn't have one last show. It's too positive. What happened? (sighs) Phil, these dudes over here, we had some work done on on our studio. Like the bathroom. So apparently the bathroom has had a slow leak and then the toilets have been like, and the sink has been like backing up. It hasn't been our fault, but it's, it apparently has been the neighbors over there. Uh, and they backed up their toilet or something and didn't say anything to anybody. So it was affecting our plumbing and it was affecting the other guys plumbing and the other guy, unlike all the people in the building. So these guys, the people next door moved out. And these plumber guys or these, these these general contractor guys have been over there working. They're like, they come in, they're like, hey, have you guys had any problems with your plumbing? And we're like, yeah. And then they check it out. They're like, oh my gosh, man, this like, you guys like, you guys had a problem with your toilet backing up? And I'm like, we're like, well, everything's kind of been backing up. We just, you know, sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. They're like, well, it looks like you guys have had a slow leak this whole time too. Like, why don't you say anything? We're like, dude shut up <laughs> like whatever <laughs> they're like we're gonna have to replace this so they tear out the flooring they tear out everything and it's been a mess for like the past couple months like month or whatever okay well last week so we haven't had a floor in our bathroom but they got the toilet then the, then the toilet like there was some other leak with another unit and it was leaking into our unit and so there was it was causing like a little bit of a flood mm. so they fixed all that stuff they had to replace all the piping and stuff next door because it was such a bad clog that's um, 
so they come over here. They have to fix our stuff. And there's one guy that's like, these, these are just standard like construction guy site guys, you know, like you can tell they just smoke all day long. They just smell like cigarettes and they just like drink, you know, it's like, I, I used to be in construction. I know the type. Um, this is their life. They're construction site guys. And, uh, you know, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just a different breed. Mm-hmm. So one guy was coming over here, totally cool. He would just come in, do his job, you know, and he would schedule with me when he had to come here. And uh, so it was no problem. And I'm always super nice. Like, hey, man, you guys need to get stuff done. Just, you know, I'm always, I'm normally always here. I live a mile up the road. Just whenever you need to be here, just come up. Just give me a text and I'll be here in five minutes. Well, last week um, on Friday, I'm, I, I'm in here after chops and coffee. I'm just kind of chilling out before I have some lessons. I'm editing videos. Dude walks in another, another guy. He's like, Hey, what's up? He's like, are you guys the ones that needs the bathroom fixed? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And I go, and he's trying to go behind like our, our board, like the main recording stuff. He's trying to walk to the bathroom through there. There's like all the wires and like, baffling and like i'm like like what are you doing i'm like go this way and then he's so he's oh and then he like looks around he's like man look at this place what is this place and i'm just like i'm on the couch like knee deep you know my soapbox last time about the mechanic making me unplug everything and all that stuff it's the same situation (laughs) i'm knee deep with my computer with like hard drives and everything plugged in Whoa, is this a studio? Like, what is this? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, man, it's just, yeah, it's a studio. And I start typing again. What do you guys do here? Bro, just get to, the, just get to work in the bathroom. Like, stop talking. <laughs> you guys play music? No, dude, we just have all this stuff set up so you can, like, look at it. And so he's like, do you, are you guys in a band? Or what, like, what's going on over here? Is this a studio? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a studio. What do you do? Man, I, I, I play drums. I'm like trying to teach, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work right now. Yeah. Like, I'm a teacher and like, I, you know, wow, this is cool, man. You know, a guy over there is playing, he's a bass player. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, I play a little bit too. And, uh, and I'm like, oh God, here we go. Here we go. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, the bathroom's right there. It's at the bathroom. Yeah, it's the, the one. Yeah, it has no flooring. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, uh, the place, we got uh, Johnny Cash radio going on over there. You know, I don't know if you can hear it. I can't hear it, man. I'm like, not even, now at this point, I'm not even looking up. I'm not even looking at him. I'm like looking at my computer. Yeah, man, I can't hear nothing. No, no, the bathroom's over there, though. Yeah, help yourself. <laughs> no. And like, he, he's like, hey, what are you watching? I'm like, oh my God, dude. I got like some movie on or something like background noise while I'm working. I don't know, man. It's just some, some movie. I, I don't know. Oh, I've seen this movie, man. It's a good one, man. I, I, like, I can sense him not working. He's like watching the movie, laughing, like peeking out the door. I'm like, oh my God, just fix the bathroom, dude. Just fix the bathroom and leave me alone. <laughs> so he's like kind of in and out. Every time he comes in, it's something new. What are you watching now? Oh, so do you play in a band? And I'm like, I, I did, man. I don't, I don't really anymore. I'm just kind of working, man. I'm, I'm, you know, this is, I know this looks like a playground to you, like, you know, like blue collar guy, but like, I'm actually working here, 
You know, like I'm actually doing stuff and like, unlike you, I'm actually trying to get something done. You're just trying to freaking like when I was in construction, like I used to have to yell at guys like this, like, bro, mind your business and get to work. You're not here for that. You know? And so then, so I'm like, Hey man, so how much more do you guys got? Because I have to, like, I have to dip out, you know, I'm, uh, I'll be back at one though. I have a lesson at one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll I'm, he's like, yeah. So like, you'll be back at around one. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I got to go. All right. You're going to lock the place up. I'm like, I'm sure as heck not going to leave it open with you bozos in here. So I'm like, yeah, I got to lock it up. I'll be back though. This wasn't scheduled with me. This was not scheduled with me. You guys popped in, you know, and it wasn't like, Hey, can we be at your place between, you know, the hours of eight and four o'clock? It was just like, I happened to be here. And now I'm stuck here. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, I got to go because I have to go eat and I have some stuff to take care of at home. And then I'll be back for my lessons. Oh, you teach, huh? You got some lessons. I'm like, well, you stop with the questions, man. Like I just got to (laughs) go. So I'm like, yes, yes. Oh, so you said you have some lessons, huh? I'm like, yes. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) All right. So I, I leave, I come back. Now there's three of them, dude. Three of them. No. <laughs> They're all sitting in the truck waiting for me and in front of the studio. They're waiting. <laughs> so I pull up. I'm, I'm full on, dude. Backpack. Like, I'm ready to, like, I have a meeting scheduled. And so three of them. And they full, like, all three of them full on have the look who decided to show up face on. Like, oh, well, nice of you to show up. Like that kind of attitude. Oh, gosh. I thought we were going to have to break in the place. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I work for you now. I'm sorry. I, I took I took a 15 minutes lit more than you thought I would, and now I have to answer to you. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> it was almost an immediate soapbox where I was just like, oh, I, I almost said that. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, I'm sorry. Do you write my checks now? <laughs> so I'm I'm answering to you. Like, you didn't schedule anything with me, dude. You just, you know, I'm supposed to, I'm sorry, I left you waiting. That's not my problem. Talk to the manager. I could care less. Oh, my gosh. So I unlock the door. All three of them walk in. The other guy, now there's like an older guy that is the musician. Bro, it is, it is like I'm at my limp. They're just, wow, nice spread you got here, man. Wow. This is cool. So this is what you do? And I'm just like, oh my God, just do the bathroom, guys. Yeah, I'm 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 even more of an attitude. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, hey man, I wanted to show you this. So so these are three this is disclaimer. These are three white guys, you know, black Puerto Rican guy over here. Hey, I want to show you this, man. This is my stepson. It's like full on like filthy rap. Like, like total like <laughs> Like N-word this, N-word that, F and mother, F and F, F. And like, yeah, man, check this out. And it's so it's like, it's just a blatant, like looking for my approval as a black guy. Oh, gosh. And I'm just like, I hate this so much right now. I hate this, dude. And he's like, so do you do any of this kind of music? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't do any of that kind of music, man. I'm like, I've done some sessions before in the past, but no. Really, man? You don't do any of this kind of rap stuff? No. Oh, oh, I thought you'd be all into that. And I'm like, what gave you that inclination, dude? Like, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't. 
Did you say that? I no, I but my attitude was saying that. Oh so I was God. just kind of like, nah, man, I don't. I, I don't. wanna know what you would have said. And I, uh, dude, I was so over it. And so I have I have a meeting. It's waiting. They're waiting in the in the in the Zoom like room. And he's he just won't go away. No mask in my studio, no mask, none of the guys wearing masks, all up in my face. Hey man, Daniel, ask him, man. Ask him. And I'm like, like what? Uh, what's a paradiddle? I'm like, it's it's just a rudiment, man. It's just a rudiment. <laughs> what rudiment? And I, like, see, I told you he'd know what it was. I'm like, it's just it's just a thing, man. It's just piano players, guitar players, whatever. They have scales. We have rudiments, and it, it's similar to scales. It's just a paradiddles, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. It's just a thing. Oh yeah, man. Can you play that? I'm like, hey, man. I have a meeting that's starting right now. I have a meeting and they're, oh, okay. Well, he, oh, sorry. He has a, a, a meeting. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. I'm like, okay. Like, and now we're getting smart, smart remarks. And so I'm trying to like talk about like sensitive stuff on my meeting. I see them like looking over my shoulder. I see them like snooping around the studio, looking at stuff, looking at the pedal boards, like eyeing up the PA, looking at the system over there, like the, the, the recording stuff, like, yeah, man, I play music too. Like, we're hoping to have a jam session after work today, but it sounds like you've got stuff going on. And I'm like, dude, no, I, I can't. I, knew it. I, I was can't. Like, I was like, I can't wait till they ask him to jam. Um, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get the band back together, man. It sounds like you got stuff to do, though. And I'm like, you guys need to get the heck out of my studio. Like, I had to unplug my computer and go outside and have this meeting. Because I could not deal with these idiots. Like, oh man, snooping around my studio when all you have to do is do the floor and it doesn't take three of you. Like, the old guy was just literally like hands in his pockets, like looking at the drums, looking at the pedal boards, looking at the amps, looking at this, looking at that, asking me a question. Like, I'm, dude, you know me. I'm at my limit of like, <laughs> like pissed off and stressed out oh my like i gosh. don't like people in here uh that sounds amazing oh my That's gosh so dude. funny i was so i was like ready to punch somebody dude oh god and like in the middle of my meeting they're like see you later like and i'm just like like not even looking just waving like leave please like, go <laughs> and like the old me like the construction me I mean, I used to, I've, I've had guys like that, you know, on my crew where I'm like, Hey, you know, stop snooping around and get back in there, mm -hmm. you know, heads down and like, get the job done. Your time is money, yep. you know? And like that person almost came out where I was like, Hey, like, what are you looking at, bro? Like finish the bathroom and get out. If you guys don't need to be in here, then don't, I should have like, I don't know why I didn't say that. Like, if you don't need to be in here and you're not actually physically working, then you need to step out or you need to put a mask on, you know, and boss me should have said that, but I, I was trying to be nice and I know how it is to work construction and deal with a dude like me. That's like, you know, does, you know, a guy that they think it doesn't have a real job and just sits in here in, in a playground and messes around all day. But I'm like, I, I'm kicking myself that I didn't say that. Like, hey, if you don't need to be in here, then you need to step out. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I didn't do that. I should have done that. But, like, 
cuz you didn't want to cause some kind of bad vibes or confrontation. Yeah, but dude, I mean, obviously the foreman was gone and so they, you know, they that's we, I used to I used to be that guy. You know, when I'm doing some somebody's carpet and we're, you know, it's a nice house and you know, I had to learn that like when you're in a high-end house like that, you have to do your job. You know, and like they they don't trust you because you're you're a blue collar worker in their white collar world and you know it's like you know but i had to deal with my boss telling me hey man stop you know get just finish we're here for a job finish your job do your thing and then get out sooner you get it done the sooner you go home you know and and like i have a ton of equipment in here man and i just i don't trust people in here snooping around it it drives me nuts and it pisses me off and when they're just like crying you know they're asking that you know it's already an irritation for us when fools are oh so you play music huh when it's like very obvious yeah what do you think i do in here what do you think i do you know so you play drums like well no what gave you that inclination there's only four drum sets set up in here gosh 15 snare drums (laughs) and i'm I'm on a call talking about drums bozo if I did flooring, I would be in there doing it with you guys. So obviously I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Shut <laughs> your mouth and get to work. Oh, I've got to grab that one. That right <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth and get back to mad, work. Dude. <laughs> uh. Oh my God. What is this place? Like, Oh, that was solid gold. That it's was a good office. one. Oh my gosh. I love uh, every ounce of that. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall just watching it, it all unfold. <laughs> I wish I was more like, I wish it was more evident that I was irritated. I, I mean, I'm sure they knew. <laughs> but like, I was, I was really, really struggling. Dude, it's like, so funny. I oh my it. gosh. Um, well, anyways, um, there's a couple other things, man, that was like been going on, but like, you know, I, I can't think offhand. I'm like, my, my mind is just burnt. That scooter ride has worn me out yesterday, man. I am mm. donezo. I'm so tired right now. And I, I can't even believe like the day I have, like I have a full day of lessons and like, ugh, I'm so tired. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I want to get, um, I want to get, uh, I want to get a new bike, Phil. A bicycle? Yeah. My Why? wife doesn't know this, but. What's wrong with your bike? No, I want a different bike. Oh. So. With a motor on I, it? I do. I want to, I want to, I want to get an e-bike and I want to get an e-mountain bike, but e-mountain bikes are so, they're like more expensive than a motorcycle. And yeah. I also want a motorcycle. Why don't you just get a a, a battery powered motorcycle? Because <laughs> I love riding bikes. But at some point, it's basically a motorcycle, right? No. If it's got no. a motor. Okay, let me tell you something else that I did. <laughs> All right. So Thursday, I thought I would switch it up and go on a mountain bike ride instead of a road bike ride. Ooh. So I don't have a mountain bike, but I kind of have a bike that's kind of like one. Okay. Um, it's a big BMX bike and it has gears. 
If you guys know what that is, then you know what that is. So I made the investment, got some cheap mountain bike tires, threw those on my bike, and decided to hit the trail. It was so fun. But why I got out of mountain biking, this was like 2012. No, 2012. No, 2008. My mountain bike got stolen on Warp Tour. Dang it. It wasn't a, I mean, it was like an outdated mountain bike anyway. It would have been worthless now. But um, I got out of mountain biking then because I didn't have the right equipment. And when you go mountain biking, it's like so wonderful when you get to the top of the mountain, then you can ride down. It's the, you live for that. But then everything in between sucks. You're like constantly walking your bike up hills and rocks and stuff. And so that's why you I want know, a motor. Like, Huh? That's why you want the motor. So since then, they've made e-bikes. And e-mountain bikes are, have changed the game for that because then they make going up the hills just as fun as going down. You're not like, it's so exhausting. Like, so within the first five minutes of my ride, I was like, I remember what this was about. You know, I remember what mountain biking was like. A lot of walking. And, you know, and a lot of forcing yourself to ride and you're, it's way more exhausting than road biking because it's like spurts, you know, road biking, you're keeping the same cadence up a hill, but like mountain biking, it's like, you have to pedal really fast to get up this little rock. And then you're like trying to pedal like a little bit while you're going up this grade. And then, you know, there's bumps and there's, it's taking all of your energy. Mm. So I was like, yeah, this isn't that fun to me. You know, going down is funner, but getting to this point is like a big workout, but it's not that fun. Man. I only rode like five miles and it was so exhausting. Mm. And I'm like really quickly, like, I don't have the right bike. I don't have the right equipment. Um, and I'm like, I want to get a new bike. They're expensive, dude. We're talking thousands of dollars. Whew. You can finance one though. But I'm, I'm like, how... I don't know. That's all I think. You know how I am about vans? Like van life? Yeah. You know, like my next car, my car has over 200,000 miles on it. So I'm going to be getting a new car soon within the next year or so. I'm like, I'm, my next car is going to be a van. It's not going to be a, a car. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a car payment. I'm going to have a car payment that I want to have. And that's going to be a van. Mm-hmm. I want, I, it's all I, all I do is watch van life videos. <laughs> And that's how it's turned into with mountain bikes. Now I'm just watching e-bikes like, oh, man, I want that so bad. A mountain bike with, with my van life? Holy moly. That's a like combo. a full adventure. That's a combo right there. Oh, my gosh. This then, needs to happen, your vintage, Phil. your vintage scooter on the roof. Oh, man. I have a bike. I have a trailer for that vintage scooter thing. Too. I know. <laughs> it's going to happen, Phil. It's going to happen. I, I just... When are you I want. I was kayaking you know, though. What? What's that? Well, I said, when are you going to start kayaking though? I know that's the real question. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a little bit afraid of water. Really? Like, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm not like terrified of water, but definitely appeals to me. But I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. You know, like I'm like, oh, I would go like kayaking in the the harbor, but there's a lot of seals in there, man. They're <laughs> under the water. They could like easily jump into my kayak. <laughs> That's amazing. So oh, I'm like, nah. I just, I, I just, I just stumbled on a, a, a Corey phobia. 
Yeah, I I get in the water a lot. Like I get in the water a lot, but there's like I'm really scared of jellyfish. Fascinated by them, but really afraid of jellyfish. <laughs> and um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I'm I'll get in, but it's not like it's not like when I'm on my bike and I feel free and I just like I love it and I, I yeah. know I belong there. Like I don't know. I love snorkeling and stuff like that, but mm. I'm definitely there's like I'm like like sixty percent. Where I'm like, yeah, this is dope, and then forty percent of me is like, yeah, but but this is a big ocean, man, and there's a lot of things in here. Oh my god, I need I I miss the ocean. I used to surf when I was younger. I need to get back Dude. into that. One time in the Philippines, I was snorkeling in the most beautiful water, like I've one of the most beautiful places I've ever snorkeled, like the clearest water ever. It was like snorkeling in a swimming pool. And I got in, there was like a little jellyfish like that big. And it was just like going by me. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And um, it was, I'm talking like two inches big. And so I swam away from that one. And then I started swimming and my wife and our friends were swimming and they, they were gone. And then I was like snorkeling, look at how beautiful this is, coral reef and stuff. And then I see a box jellyfish like seven feet below me. And I'm like, I'm out. And I got back on the boat and I didn't swim anymore. <laughs> I just sat in the boat and waited until they came back. And they're like, why didn't you follow us? It was so beautiful. You should have seen what we saw. And I was like, I saw a jellyfish. I'm out. It was definitely a box jellyfish. It was the one with the four little things on it, the mm-hmm. top, you know, and it was like, it was pretty big. It was like that big. And it was like, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> it was far down though. It was like far below me. And I didn't see any like tentacles coming off of it. I thought those were small. Maybe it wasn't a box jellyfish then, but it was the box. It was the one that it was the one that looks like a standard jellyfish and it has the four dots on the top of its top of its thing. Okay. This doesn't doesn't really have a head or body, right? (laughs) It's dumb. (laughs) I I don't know. And I was like, and sometimes their tentacles are like invisible and like, I don't want to get touched by one and get electrocuted and then go into like, I, I'm just, no, I'm good. I'm going to go in the boat and just sit there and wait until we can go have beers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. I love but anyways, it. my mind is focused on building a van. Like every, you know, like every five seconds, I'm like, oh, look at that van. Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder if what, what that what that build out looks like. And like every few seconds I'm like, oh man, but if I had that with a with a mountain bike and I could drive I could drive my van to the trail, open the door, ride my mountain bike, come back, open the door, and cook myself something and then lay on the couch and or lay on the bed and, and chill out. Oh God, this is a dream come true, Phil. I'm already scoping out spots of like, I could park my van here. I can park my van there and open the door and just cook, just cook my coffee right there. And are like, you talking about living in this thing stuff? Um, no, just, just hanging out, just hanging out. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, it's going to happen. My next car is a van. I so, can't wait to see it. My my and 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 a mountain bike shortly thereafter. I have some things to pay off before I start saying, "Wife, this is happening." <laughs> <laughs> Does so, she know it's coming? Yeah, yeah, man. 
All right, Funky Phil. Let's wrap this thing right there. Okay. Glad we did this, Phil. Me too. Glad we did this. That was a, a wonderful chat. Yeah. Um, we came here. We did it. We showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And I talked about borderline punching construction workers in the face. <laughs> Just fix the bathroom, dude. Just fix the bathroom and don't talk to me. Die. 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 <laughs> Um, all right, so um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Funky Phil. Thanks to me. Thanks, just Corey. Out of the park today. Just out of the park. <laughs> you know? Just a gentleman looking like a Ken doll. Perfect. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, once again, guys, if you guys want to support the Drum Brigade, just go ahead and check out our um, drumbrigade.com. If you have any questions, concerns, anything like that, please just let us know. Um, use the contact form. Send us a drum, an e- email, all that stuff, thedrumbrigade at gmail.com. Um, and um, all that jazz. You want to support, though? Merch store is where it's at. Um, we got a bunch of stuff there, and uh, we're working on some stuff. We're always working on that thing. Not one Jeff and Ike. Here we go. I'm always working on that thing. There you go. Um, all right, guys. So show 105, Drum Brigade podcast. We'll hopefully see you next week, hopefully with a guest. Oh, yeah. Drum Brigade. Korea. There goes right my Korea. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.